to the Talk Up Podcast. Find us on all your favourite podcast platforms or watch us on YouTube. We're back, baby. All right, all right, all right. And we made it to double digits without skipping a month. And I know it's the end of the month, but it's still within the month. It counts. That's right. Episode 10. Nice work. Nice work. Yes. We'll have to do something special soon. Like, we'll have to get some guests happening or we'll do a live stream or... What do you reckon? But yeah, or both. Or both. Or, what, a live stream with the guests? Yeah, why not? Just Jesus. Fucking... Just bring all the complexity. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, we are riding high at the moment. We've, uh, we've cleared a hurdle. It's always really nice to tick a box on Get, the project. Yeah, getting a little bit of visual progress, as that's, they call it. That's right. That's why we've moved the table around this time. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, um, you might be able to see the turbo in place on the wagon, final resting spot, plumbed up um, as far as exhaust manifolds go. Yeah, as far as piping from the engine to the uh, to the back of the car, it's all... It's all there. A few little bits and pieces to go, wastegates and some mounting and whatnot, but for the most part, pretty good. Yeah. Still got, still got a bit of welding to do as well. It's seamer finished. Yeah, it's Instagram ready. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, no, it's been good. It's been chipping away. It's good to get a uh, a good solid crack at it. You know, we've just got through school holidays over here in Western yeah. Australia, so the last couple of, you know, you and I both work sort of an even time roster and... Yeah, have been struggling to get get on this thing. So, the great time about an even time roster is there's plenty of days off for the missus to book you in to do family stuff. Yeah, that's a great thing about it. Yeah, oh look, and do house chores and all that <laughs> other stuff. So, yeah, it's all about the balance, mate. That's right. I think we're doing okay. It has been a little while since our last video, but there was a fair bit of work that went into this um, exhaust setup, which is why there's been a bit of a hiatus, but. Also, shout out to Caden, the owner of the low-cut fuck truck. Um, had a birthday this week. Yeah. And we uh, we celebrated by buying more car parts for him with his money. It's got to be done, mate. <laughs> We've been pretty good, though. We've been behaving. We've been pretty frugal. We're only getting what we need when we need it. Yeah. There's a little bit of, a little bit of Salt Bay on there, but not too much. Yeah. Actually, there's probably a little point that I wouldn't mind bringing up. You'd see... Um, in the comments, we get some people that, um, not being nasty or anything, but they have these suggestions, let's say. Um, and someone asked us when we were doing the charge piping why we weren't using uh, Wigan-style clamps on um, the intercooler piping. Now, obviously, if you've watched a lot of our videos, you know that we love using the plasma clamps, um, but they're usually for fairly high horsepower um, applications. And not running from the back of the car to the front of the car. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's, uh, and I'm probably guilty of it. You'd probably be guilty of it as well. We when all you watch, When you watch something online and you just imagine that, well, if they're building that, they must have the money and why don't they do this and why don't they do that? At the end of it, someone's got to pay for this, which is Caden in this. Yeah, we're picking our concept. battles. Like, yeah. like we've alluded to many times, it's a mm. it's a basic, very basic build. Like, yeah. low horsepower, maximum fun. Yeah, you know, get good parts where we need them, and you know, a silicon joiner with a bead rolled lip on either side is, you know, ample. Cons- yeah, considering we're only looking at making or you know, twelve, maybe fourteen pounds of boost. You know, like absolute max. You're not going to blow that off. And a silicon and a hose clamp at about 
$22, say, versus $169 for a plasma clamp per join. That adds up real fast when you're running from the diff all the way to the front of the car because there's a lot of joins in there. You need a lot of flexibility, which those um, plasma clamps obviously offer some decent flexibility. Yeah, they're awesome. I love using them. Oh, I yeah. Love, like the first time, whose was the first one I did? I think it was Liam's. Yeah. Liam's was one of the first alley cooler pipe jobs. Actually, the first one I did. I did a real hobo spec one when I was like way younger and it looked like <laughs> it was absolute dog shit, but... Leams was the actual first one I did in Alley and I used those clamps and I was hesitant at the start just because I wanted to get the job looking really nice and I hadn't done yeah. them but they are beautiful to weld and yeah. they just look like, yeah, his setup ended up turning out really nice I think so. Yeah, some know. of those photos from that build have been shared on a lot of, you know, pages with good following as well. I think you did a great job on the cooler pipe. Yeah, we well, use, use good parts and take your time. It's You can get a good result. That's right. And we're still doing that here. We're just not using a Wigan style clamp or, you know, balling out on titanium exhaust and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, fit for purpose. Yeah, that's right. So, yes, maybe some, it adds up when you see, like, I'm not sure what exactly they're going for, but say, like, a two and a half one, a two and a half inch one must be, like, I don't know, 140-ish something for a set. No, 165, I think it was. For a two and a half. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't sound like much. You're like, oh, yeah, but then, you you know, times that by, like, on this car. Probably seven. Yeah, at <laughs> least. Because if you do it, you got to do it the whole... There's no point doing it all the way and having one silicon like somewhere where you, where it's a bit tricky to do. If you're going to do it, you've got to do it from from the turbo to the throttle body or otherwise you're wasting your time, in my opinion, anyway. So, Agreed, yeah. Because like any system, it's only as good as its weakest link. So yeah, so yeah, it, it can add up quick, basically, is what we're getting at. So. And yep. with this, the money would definitely be better spent elsewhere. So mm. And we have... Um, I guess indulged in a couple of areas which they they do serve a purpose. They are probably slightly indulgent. We maybe didn't need to to buy some certain things, but it will pay dividends later on. Yeah, I think for the most part. Yeah. We've needed to do everything. Yeah, for sure. But we're pretty proud of where it's coming along. Like I say we're we're sort of riding that high at the moment where we've ticked a box and we've got that instant gratification where you stand back and you like you see it yeah it's just been good to have just to be able to get back onto it i've really struggled the car's been here for quite a while now already and we've just sort of struggled to get some consistency with with lining up and getting stuff done on it you know like a little a little drab here and there you know it does hinder the progress if you can just sort of and even the last couple of days it's not like we've had long days or anything really yeah but yeah it's come along good so it's good that's it um, also wanted to follow up from the last podcast, we uh, may mention Kelvin Lyle uh, had an unfortunate accident in um, Darwin in his door slammer. Um, now, obviously, a month or more has passed since that's happened. Um, he's well, as far as I'm aware, um, back home again in southwest WA. But yesterday, I did see on the socials, he's hanging up the boots. Had enough. Yeah, he said, you know, I guess... He he's taken out the championship this year, which is probably not a bad way to to sort of go out. Unfortunately, following a crash though, which probably counteracts it. But I think um, he's had a couple of big ones, and he sort of went, Do you know what? This one was probably a blessing to get out of, and I'm just gonna quit while I'm ahead. Yeah. But um, 
says he's still going to be around, still loves the sport, still going to support everyone out there doing it. And um, man, hats off to him to run a, a door slammer program that's as successful as his. Um, had a lot of sort of issues going through with the Mustang, but got it sorted out to you know championship level. So hats off to him. And uh, thanks, Kelvin, for the good times. And uh, look forward to seeing you out and about at the track, even without the helmet on. That's it. Yeah, congrats on the championship. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I've made a couple of notes. I'm just going to go back to them. I did say something cool on the internet the other day that I will bring up on one of our upcoming segments. Okay. I wish I had to research it a little bit more. I only just seen it. Yeah. It was a little 14-minute video, and I, uh, I don't know. I think I'll encourage people to go and have a look. Ooh, interesting. Uh, speaking of the internet, sad, sad days for the internet. The Aussie V8 Forum, we've made mention of it many, many times. It's closed. Forums are officially dead just about, aren't they? Just about. We've had um, a few few punters uh, shout out to us and say, hey, jump on Just Commodores. It's still still going, still kicking. Yeah, right. That was that. like my least favourite. Was it? Yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was a... I definitely like street Commodores. That was probably the one where I hung out the most. I was even like I was a lurker. I didn't really post much. Mm. It was a long time ago. I didn't have much to offer. Yeah, exactly. But I did learn a lot and yep. enjoyed enjoyed the stuff that I did see on there. Yeah, yeah. Street Commodores was was the one for me. That was in the in the peak. Um, Aussie V8 Commodore Plus was pretty good. I don't know if that's still running either. That was the one that sort of when they shut Street Commodores. Oh, is that the one that Gary? Uh, uh, what is it, Gary McRae or something? The fella with maybe. the senator that started up, the yeah, th- maybe three D, the print ninja dude. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it was alright. It was better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, in general, forums are just dead, aren't they? I think so. I think unfortunately, uh, Facebook killed the forums, which sucks because Facebook is nowhere near as good. Yeah, you can get some good info out of it, and we're um, being five liter guys. We're very lucky that we've got the Pro Holden V eight group which has um, a lot of the patronage from, say, um, Aussie V8 Forum on there. So you do get that, that good sort of technical discussion, which a bit different from other groups, which are filled with the coilovers and... No, and no, lights. no. I want a video of a 286 cam. Yeah. yeah. Idle vid. Idle vid. But uh, it's just another massive information resource that's gone gone forever yeah. and i don't i think there was talk about it um being saved as like a read-only type website um but even that doesn't look like it's come to fruition obviously there's just been a massive decline in traffic and there's no sponsor to fund it so it's coming out of the admin's pocket and and it wasn't cheap from what i gather either i wouldn't have thought so no no websites aren't that cheap mm. and you know if you need a paid for you know xyz amount of ban- like bandwidth um, for you know, people posting videos and photos and whatever, probably add up pretty quick. Yeah. So you think about how much we've lost over the years, just with like the fo- remember the photo bucket thing, how much that yeah. fucked up all the forums or none of the photos and stuff were there. Yeah. yeah you Google, you go to Google Images, and you're like, oh sweet, that's got. You click on it, it's like, ba bow. Fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm just thinking now how much info would be lost forever, you know, until someone figures it out again because... Yeah. Do you have any standouts from the Aussie V8 forum that really uh, 
hit what, like you. threads or yeah threads posts um tantrums whatever i'm trying to think there was this mong that got on there like late late in the piece like years ago now and he was yeah. oh shit oh really and it was on aussie v8 i can't remember what his name was now but he was a he was on there for like a week just running a fuck <laughs> talking about it was turbo holding v8 stuff from memory i think right yeah it was good did he get uh chased out with like pitchforks and torch flame more or less <laughs> yeah no there's a few i've really only got like a couple of usernames sort of that stand out yeah, yeah. and i don't and for no real reason really yeah. like i remember there was one guy that used to talk a heap of shit on there i think it was tanker five seven or something like that he okay. used to get on there a bit and <laughs> yeah good times yeah absolutely i used to like the um they had the 500 horsepower 308 challenge and people would sort of go through, obviously that's crank horsepower and whatever, but, you know, people that are trying to do more with less, I think, well, you know, that's something that you and I are quite into anyway, trying to do more with less. But, um, yeah, things like that, um, you know, the priority oiling mod thread, mm. you know, th things like that that we had very in-depth, detailed descriptions and photos and you could learn a lot from those things and it's it's unfortunate that it's a resource that's now gone. Yeah. Like you said, we've, at least we've got the Pro Holden group and if you've sort of been around a while, you know who, if you do need to call someone, if you actually are interested in spending some money, you kind of know roughly who to call. Yeah, the people with the runs on the board. Yeah. And like everything, like like Facebook and whatever, like you say, there's mongs that were on there and they just, it was a dick swinging competition and they just made made themselves out to be absolute clowns. But for the most part, I thought it was a pretty good community. Yeah. Yeah, talking about, I just want to uh, interject for a second, if Go that's the it. right word. How's Bobby V's form making six hundred and fifty horsepower to the hub, naturally aspirated, holding three five five? Yeah, three it doesn't even seem real to me. I don't even, it just doesn't. Yeah, for a aspirated three five five to, you know, at six fifty at the hubs, you'd have to think that'd be making eight hundred at the crank. Mm. And how close? What, what's it eighteen? I've, I'm not fully up on exactly what its best et is today but it's pretty fast it's it'll be close to if not just about bang on an 850 like 850 855 something like that yeah. at like 160 mile an hour that's going to upset a lot of different cars making a lot more horsepower or oh yeah like i mean it is a pretty exotic piece though those say the heads and the intake manifold and the um, the valve train and you know they're all look anything anything any engine combination or platform i should say that makes that sort of horsepower and then can run that fast off the foot brake it's there's nothing that you're yeah you're going to have some there's work there's sweat equity in the combination is what oh, it is yeah. you know what i mean and he's been working at that for a long long time and it's not I mean, like he's the first guy to no. spend the sort of money that he has spent that anyone would have to spend or more to get it to go that fast he's just put in the work and he's got the right people on his team and i'm talking like i know i don't really know him that well but we've met him he's a super nice guy and he obviously just has a lot of passion for for that little niche that he's working on and it's it's awesome to see that's like, right it really yeah. is. it's cool to see it just it's like it opens your eyes to what's possible because mm. if you had to say that a couple of years ago there's no way i'd believe it no i can still barely believe it yeah no a mid eight second aspirated 355 holding lot the thing yeah it's got a lot of exotic exotic 
parts on it, but it is still a stock block four bolt main. Yeah, even you know? even all all that with a turbocharger on it in a car like that, even that going that fast with a turbo is still pretty impressive. Absolutely, like eight like fifties is no joke. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, I would love to one day get mine to do like an 890 would be like awesome but it would yeah. take a lot more than what i've got that's for sure absolutely yeah 114 1.14 to the 60 foot off the foot brake he's done in the past i've seen and i'm just like that's mind bending that's wild 60 foot times he's really got that sorted and i think i think he's probably got more to go because if mm. you're seeing it it gets on the back tire a fair bit of I don't know nothing about setting up a chassis, but it looks like you could definitely tie it down a little more. Like, yep. But there's obviously a lot that goes into getting that balance. But yeah, very cool to see. Once you get to that level, it's like every minute adjustment to get that extra thousandth of a second, you know, hundredth of a second. It's all just very, very particular. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, like I believe he's got some people... Um, the sort of do pro stock type racing, which obviously um, that's aspirated V8 sort of stuff. It's obviously it's quite different to a reasonably stock body VL Commodore. Um, but to have that sort of knowledge imparted to help you with your setup, it'd be uh, worth priceless. its weight in gold. Yeah. Priceless. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that would just be cool to mention because, yeah, there'd be a lot of people out there like, like me that would uh, hardly believe it oh absolutely speaking of horsepower on the internet though and people sort of making insane goals i swear every post that jeff johnson puts up is 1500 plus horsepower on pump e85 at the moment i think that um that hub dyno definitely had its tongue hanging out the other week holy like just for a week straight of content it was just banging 15, 16, 1700 horsepower, cars that are like getting ready to go to Kender and whatever. And man, the dude, he just must live on that keyboard. <laughs> Works hard. We're, uh, we're very blessed to have Jeff sort of onside with, with this wagon build. He's sort of um, already stuck his hand up because we're running Holly, of course, yeah. um, that he'd be happy to help us out with tuning. So thanks, Jeff. Big shout out to you at Power Management management solutions he'd be in sydney at the moment for kenda um they'll be having a fat time over there too Jealous. oh yeah i want to go over there yeah yeah that would be a great time i've done um obviously i did the private test day earlier in the year in february um for some of the guys that run over there and watching them test is yeah very impressive yeah it'd be great to see on a race day and just to be a fly on the wall mm. it'd be cool to get a few more radial cars over here eh? like get a real good following yeah. That's definitely getting better. Um, the boys, I see they learn a lot about the prep. I watched the video that uh, our friend Brendan put up on yep. Because Race Car, the prep video, that was interesting. So yep. it's good to see they learn some stuff and moving forward, the track's probably going to be a lot better. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, no, that'll be that'll be very good for us, the West Australians, to mm. see. Makes me wonder what the limitations are going to be for this pump E85 though. Like just watching how far some of these cars go, you know, like 2,000-odd horsepower on pump E85. Like, where where does it end? And obviously, um, EFI and ignition tuning and all that's coming along and valve train, valve train technology is coming along and it's all certainly helping as, as things move on. But 
we got to see a plateau sooner or later, surely. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that just gets to a point where you just go to methanol and ditch the intercooler and those sorts of things you can save a bunch of weight. And yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Not us. A <laughs> couple of big block Chevys uh, coming out of the works as well. The yes. Works. That, uh, big blocks are the best blocks, I reckon. Oh, I reckon. I'd love to do a big block Chevy at some point. Obviously, we wouldn't have uh, the the squealer behind us to be making 2K horsepower, but if we could make something that did maybe 1,200, mm. maybe, that'd be cool. One day. Very much. But no, I just thought it was really cool to um, to see. These are cars that look like cars as well. You know, like for a while there, we were running um, cars that, you know, they look pretty wild. They made all the horsepower, but you definitely couldn't, quite relate to them as street cars whereas these ones do look reasonably understated um obviously if you know what you're looking at you're like holy you know that's a great way to spend 150 grand but they plus uh yeah they are quite understated um to to look at say that all fits under the bonnet um you know some of these cars run full exhaust on the street um that kind of thing which is really impressive obviously they're not on kill with their street tune. Um, they're probably making a lazy 900. <laughs> but on gate. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Um, what about the EFI discussion though? Carby versus EFI. I know you're a big EFI fiend. Yeah, that's just because I'm a bit of a turbo guy, really. And I'm a turbo guy because the only thing I know how to do is weld <laughs> and so you can buy a turbo and then make the rest yourself so yeah means i don't have to buy a blower or whatever i so can certainly... I do like that and it yeah so efi i mean obviously efi is taken over mm. but there's i mean going back to um bob velastro like he's still running a carby on his and i listen to a lot of um we'll watch a lot of um clips and stuff with uh jake bone yeah and uh I love listening to people that are really, really smart, and the, all the all the info goes over my head like hundred percent. But I still, <laughs> I still do get some entertainment value out of it. And I heard Jake say, and I've heard this as well. I think Darren Morgan's probably said the same thing. Nothing can atomize, you know, fuel like a carby can. You know, like I think an injector droplet. I think Jake said it was, and I'm already running off the cuff here, but it's like <laughs> ten times or more bigger in size. You oh, know, the like, drop, like yeah. the atomization that a carby can do is just it's on point so for your naturally aspirated stuff it's it's probably the goalie yeah i can certainly see the appeal for the simplicity of setup i mean obviously we did the um blow through carb on the xy and i think in street driving there's certainly gains to be had if you switch to efi which i know he's talking about but um you know as as a couple of you know spanner monkeys that don't know shit from clay to to set the vehicle up with the carby was pretty good. You know, I can see the appeal there. There's a lot of... Um, we also relied, like, obviously heavily on um, Wayne at Performance Carb sort of... Setting he, up he, the He carb. set it up for yeah. us, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could... If you tried to buy, like, a shelf carb, like, even a shelf blow-through off maybe someone that wasn't as reputable, I'm sure you could be getting some bum steering going on for sure. And I think, depending on your power adder and where it goes, whether it's... Um, linear you know like say if it's on like a um, a root style blower on top of the engine you're not going to have any dramas because it's not 
you know, it's not seeing positive pressure, but say on a turbo, it's probably not going to be as good as say with Mick with his centrifugal blower because the mm. centrifugal isn't going to move around. Whereas with a turbo, you're going to get different curves and stuff coming out. I think a turbo blow through would be a lot harder to manage than say like the Pro Charger with a blow through because you sort of know what you're getting. Yeah. Whereas you know, all, as soon as you start playing around with boost, it's, it comes on harder and earlier and later or whatever, and you've you just, I think it's a lot a lot harder and that's not from experience i'm just i think i heard uh sure uh what is it big chief talking about that actually when okay. he used to root around with them back in the day he said yeah turbos are, are hard work so let's take out the like the street driving aspect of it for say let's say race only where a lot of it is just wide open throttle tuning what do you think the difference would be there do you think there'd be oh fucked if i know i yeah. don't know i really don't know i'm sure there's still some rooting around to do like yeah. i think the main people main reason people don't go with efi in a boosted application is because they're like old school or they're scared of wiring like that's i think that's the main thing or they like scared of um learning how to tune yeah so, so that was sort of stick with with what they know which is obviously yeah. fair enough that was the point that i was about to make i think it's definitely far less daunting not like having sort of done it i was far more willing to dive into the setting up that blow through carby then I'm a little bit more hesitant with setting up the EFI on this because um, there's obviously a big bundle of wires and a lot of sensors and they're all crucial to how it runs. Yeah. Um, like I say, we're pretty lucky to have um, some people in the know that are willing to share some advice along the way, but it's still going to be tricky. Yeah, I think as far as EFI installs go the terminator x it doesn't get much easier than that yeah. you got the little setup wizard and stuff so you can sort of you know the thing gets you halfway there as yeah. far as you know this thing's got a new cam in it that needs to be run in so i'm hoping we can get something pretty close where we can run this cam in and and all those sorts of things and yeah. it just makes stuff a lot easier yeah obviously being a flat tap at cam that running process is pretty critical um it's not like your ls which has got roller cam and it doesn't need a break in so yeah this one we're gonna have to be pretty well on it um, yeah and i'm hoping we've got because you you did this cam <clears throat> quite a while ago yeah i'm hoping the lifters are, are like a good set because i know during COVID a lot of um like flat tap it uh lifter manufacturing got you know they had supply issues and stuff like that and i've seen on different engine building groups and stuff like that people have had just so many dramas with flat tappet lifters just shitting out because they're just not they're just not up to spec they yeah someone made a heap or a, a few people made them and they just they just weren't they were just shit they just did not i'm guessing they got done overseas yeah like because that's maybe all they could get so i'm hoping I'm we don't have any dramas yeah, like I'm that. and i'm not even sure if the brand that you guys use is it crane yeah or crane stuff i don't even know if they did have those issues but i know a lot of a lot of manufacturers did, so let's yeah. hope we don't have any drums with that. Yeah, I have heard a few sort of engine builders saying that they're refacing um, brand new flat tappet lifters straight out of the box, sort of getting the right taper on there and whatever to make it happen. But as you say, I did put this together a fair while ago, long before COVID was even a thing. It was 20, yeah. 2017 when I screwed this engine together. Yeah. So <laughs> I, if we're you know leaning on the COVID excuse for poor parts, I don't think that would fly here. No, no. <laughs> But um, didn't realise it was that long ago. It was, man. It really was. I was trying to think the other day of how long it was that I screwed this engine together. I don't think we've really mentioned what it is. It's um, it's a stock bottom end three or four. I think that was pretty plain to see. But um, so I was going through some pictures the other day and I forgot a couple of details. Um, it's stock bottom end, 
284 cam with a double row billet timing set. Uh, we did head studs with it, but with a factory gasket, you know, just to be on the safe side. Um, it's got, yeah, anti-pump up lifters. It's got the valve springs done. Um, the heads were serviced and, you know, valves were lapped in and all that jazz. So it's um, it's had a little bit of tender love and care. Not, basic. Nothing, Super basic. Yeah, nothing too crazy. It's got, like, the stock rockers on it. You know, we didn't didn't go to town on on the whole valve train thing like i say this is going to be uh minimum cost as basic as they go basic bitch as basic yeah as they yeah go. yeah minimal cost maximum fun um you know with a six-speed manual and a 67 mil turbo down the back it's going to be cool but yeah yeah it was a while it'll it, hold this, the family around just fine yeah this thing's been in the build just as long as mine has so it's uh it'll be <laughs> a really good thing to see it going speaking of yours Mm. We've seen some pictures, didn't we? I've seen some pictures, yeah. You took some pictures, didn't It made you? me feel inappropriate feelings when I was at work. Probably something that HR would frown upon. <laughs> um, it's making some progress. Um, I did post something on, I think it was Instagram and YouTube the other day, where there's a photo from underneath and all the stone guard was done. Um, basically... I don't want to be getting in there and getting in their way when we're this close to the finish line. You, the update that you get now isn't probably going to have max impact, um, so I'm going to hold off. The yeah, next you might time, we'll just wait until it's yeah. Ready the next to time you up. see the car, it will be painted and assembled, um, which we're getting close. Engine bay's done, boots done, door jams are done. Um, it's getting to the point. Some now of the where, blackouts are done on the yeah. So it's getting to, the point, stuff. getting to the point now where hanging panels need to go back on, block it, get it lined out perfect, and then it'll be ready to go, which I'm excited about. This has been a stressful process, to say the least. And to see this light at the end of the tunnel, I'm super pumped. And I know that Simon and Jamie are probably going to be glad to see the back of it. So. <laughs> but yeah, there will be... An update on that in the not too distant future. I know I've been teasing that for a while, but we really are that close, guys. Like legit. Um, I wanted to talk about a post that I saw on Facebook not that long ago. Um, it was a bit of a candid photo. It was in a hotel. So picture this: there's a dude at a restaurant and he's taking a photo of someone that's sort of across the room a little bit. Just so happened to be the fellas from the Skid Factory and Mighty Car Mods. So, or what appeared to be. Um, everyone jumping on him in the comments going, what a creep, taking a photo of them, you know, like they never asked for it, blah, blah, blah. Whereas his response was, I was really excited to see them at this hotel restaurant, but didn't want to interrupt them whilst, you know, they were enjoying their meal. But he wanted the memory, you know what I mean? What's your take on that? As someone that I guess we're not in any danger of... Um, having that kind of attention <laughs> as yet but if you're in that sort of situation say you were to open up your social media browser or whatever and see someone had taken a photo of you from afar while you were um maybe having dinner with some like-minded folk how would that make you feel oh, i probably wouldn't care yeah no probably not there were a lot of white knights that were jumping down his throat honestly and i was just like uh, it made must me have been though. a slow day for him mate if you yeah. got <laughs> if you got if you got time to jump on someone whether you believe in it or not you know 
You've, your life must be pretty good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or I, pretty miserable, probably one of the two. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's um, it's important to sort of know time and place as well, you know. Like, there would probably be nothing more cringe than sitting there, you're having a meal, you're having a chat with your friends, and then someone comes in like, oh, hey, man, like, oh, I love your shit. And I'll, you know, can we take a selfie? And looking forward to the next video, bro. It's like, man, just could have waited. Could have mm. waited. If you, it's. I've never put any thought into that. <laughs> nah. Well, I hadn't really either. But then I don't know. It's just the discussion in the comment section that made me think of it, and I was just like, I wonder what your opinion would be on it. I'm always happy. I've run into a few people here and there. Yeah. At work, I've start when I started a new job. There was a few people, and I'm always happy to. Yeah. Talk shit. That's right. I've seen for the most part, but yeah, obviously, if you if you're doing something else, yeah, out of the family or whatever, probably not. I've been to the pub, say I've gone um, to the pub with, say, one other friend. We've just sort of swung in and I've seen someone wearing some merch and if they're sitting there with their friend or whatever and they're having a conversation, I'm probably just going to give them the nod, thumbs up. Um, you know, If they weren't in the thick of it, if they were, say, standing at the bar just talking shit, watching the footy, I'd probably go up, have a yarn, buy them a beer, like thank them for their support. But if they're sitting down having a meal or whatever, I'm just going to give them give them a thumbs up give them a nod and if they want to approach me obviously same same rules apply um you know time, time and place but i'll be happy to greet anyone yeah. that supports us in what we do yeah we're living in a society now where people everyone wants to project their own idea of what's acceptable and what isn't instead of just sticking to their own so you know you're probably better off if someone wants to whinge about it it should be the people that were in the photo you know any anyone else's opinion is is null and void really to me yeah so you should probably find something a little bit more useful to do with your time i don't know yeah that's what i think anyway yeah no good chat um i guess we haven't really introduced the uh the segment but uh, do you have a uh this week's hot topic that's hot hot topic i do i i do hang on let me get these right <laughs> you still struggle. I can't man. handle listening to myself in these things. But I seen something just before, and it was on the. Let me just make sure I get it right. It was on the NH NHRA thing. It got shared in Full Boost, I think it was group a while ago. So if you're not on the Full Boost group, go and check that out because there's some good stuff gets posted in there. Absolutely. But there was a fella in there that had a car a drag car obviously uh running off compressed air that it was compressed air supercharged so it had some like uh what was it it had it can have up to three of these carbon fiber bottles in it it runs two for eighth mile and three for quarter mile and it's um they're like a you know like a military grade or like any sort of nitrous bottle or air bottle i guess they were carbon fiber ones which you really like yeah full of compressed (laughs) air and it just had like a basic a uh, big block Chev, I think it was 540 cube, that made like 650 horsepower, like naturally aspirated, and they had this com- uh, super elaborate compressed air supercharging system on it that pushed the horsepower on it up to 2,100 horsepower. Holy. And the, the kit can go to like, uh, I think it was 2,400 horsepower, this thing can do. Jeez. It's... I'd never seen anything like it before in my life. So. What a crazy theory. Like, obviously, you've got the um, using nitrous as an oxygenation um, agent. Um, 
or you've got turbos or supercharged which compress air and force it into the engine but then just to have oxygen in a tank and then yeah well it's yeah it's compressed air so yeah wow um one thing it said one note i did write down was when the when it's when the oxygen oh sorry when the compressed air is sort of released in the engine it comes out at negative 100 degrees and they're american so i'm guessing it's negative 100 degrees fahrenheit right is that just from the pressure differential going from a pressurized tank to atmosphere i'm not a scientist i don't know i just do the welding so (laughs) i glue metal together you're um you know you can just smash a whole bunch of timing into something that's got an intake you know temperature of anywhere near there so very cool and the the unique thing with it i guess is because they race obviously all around the country when their altitude is different you know like you're getting exactly the same operating conditions for that motor whether you're at sea level or above or below so you're bringing your atmosphere yeah yeah. so you really you can dial in exactly where you need to be and where you want to be with something like that. It'd probably make like a ridiculously consistent bracket car, I guess, if that's if that's what you wanted to do. I don't know why you would, but if that's what you wanted to do. Wow. It'd be very um very consistent. I it's a very elaborate setup. The valving on it looked Oh yeah. But basically to look at from the outside, the the there's just like a normal sort of intake manifold with a front facing um throttle body and then it's got this other sort of um, butterfly valve on it so it's sort of just you can tootle around and just pull air through the front but then when the trans brakes let off obviously electronics do this and that and actuate a whole bunch of different stuff it basically closes this butterfly valve that's right at the front of the motor where it's drawing in, in air to sort of cruise around and then um yeah it's getting the compressed air forced into it from that way so, so it's like it shuts the throttle body no then- shut there's another butterfly in front of the throttle oh, body. so okay. there's a throttle body like you know where the throttle body is and right. then there's a there's this sort of, um, I don't know. In the intake tract. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the front of it, it sort of looks like a... Wow. Yeah, it just sort of pokes off further forward and then there's like a screen and a, and a butterfly, like a, basically another throttle body that's sort of actuated by, by you know, your sort of um, 90 degree sort of pneumatic actuator. So it sort of closes it off, obviously, so it can seal and then, then the compressed air goes in. And there was a whole bunch of other info he was saying. Yeah. The video goes for like 14 minutes. So if you are interested, cruise over to NHRA or um, the Full Boost Group and just have a look for it. It was posted up a, a little while ago, maybe a, a week or a few days ago or something. So That sounds like a wild amount of science to go into it, like regulating the air pressure going in and all that sort of stuff to keep it constant for tuning. Yeah, I, I, he did I, say that they'd, they they sort of got it perfected about five years ago. So okay. they've been working on it. So that's wild. very, very cool. Something I didn't see, honestly. I would be interested to check it out. That's why I thought I'd bring it up because it's just... Like, I've seen, like, um, maybe was it 1320 when the dude, like, had, like, four of those um, uh, vac blower things hooked up yeah. to that little shitbox car or whatever. And yeah. I think it actually did help it in some way. It did make some boost or something. So, you know, it ain't crazy if it, uh, if it works. No, that's right. It ain't dodgy if it works. That's it. Love it. Oh, good chat, mate. Well done. That you bought, bought something on the something. table? Yeah, that's it, eh? <laughs> All right, moving on. Marketplace morons. Telling me, dream. Marketplace morons, mate. We've been getting uh, a fair few through the inbox. One of them uh, recently, 60 Series Toyota Land Cruiser Sahara. I think you uh, fielded the reply on that one. 
$120,000 for a 60 series Sahara. He was taking the piss, surely. That's the wrong model of Sahara to be calling that kind of money. Yeah. Holy. I don't know, mate. 60s pretty good. 60s are pretty good. I do like a 60 series Land Cruiser, although 120 grand for one. Yeah. Land Cruiser mm. tax is real on that one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Internet tax, wank yeah. tax, all the tax. Yeah. I've definitely seen a lot of people posting up stuff. They probably should have posted up a year ago yes. or a bit more yeah. and they probably would have got cl- a little closer to what they were looking for. But, you know, in true in true form, humans, you just wait too late sometimes, don't yeah. you? just wait too late, so. Yeah. No, there's but been anyway. a couple that come through on the DMs. Thanks for the guys that um, do contribute because we do appreciate you guys reaching out. But, um, yeah, that one was one that definitely stuck in my head. Uh, the Land Cruiser could not believe it I thought it was a good one to share um, have you seen any recently no, nah, no we've been head down ass up honestly it's been uh, pretty full on anyhow moving on you know what really grinds my gears running on the chip on the chip powered by our good friends at Reed Speed Readspeed.com.au. Oh! Go and check it. He got it. If you he want yourself it. a premium accessory drive for your Holden VA, you cannot look any further. <laughs> I think you must have got Dan on the chip because uh, if you're one of our people that are on Instagram, saw it on our stories or on Readspeed stories for that matter, um, we've got a couple of goodies that have recently arrived in the mail and he made particular attention to make sure that it was highlighted on the box that it is readspeed.com. Dot a how do you fuck you? that up really i don't know how you i don't know how the fu- i'm thinking back now i'm like what the f- what were you thinking about i don't know i wasn't thinking hey you were for sure but left you noggin at home that day that's all right we'll get there that's all right 10 episodes in and he's man- managed to nail it i think you've only messed it up about three times which is you know for you is not too bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the polished presenter and i never will be no nah, no nah, we're not aiming to be that what you got that gets you on the chip this week, mate? Getting sick. Yes. It's Thank pain you. Pain in the fucking ass. Yep. As I don't know if it's been the same at your place, but it's been like a revolving roster mm. of one person with a fever at any given point in time, and then as soon as you get through all four persons in the family, we go straight back to number one and live it all again. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's winter, man. Yeah. Winter yeah. bugs. Yeah. Fucks me off. Yeah. Absolutely gets my goat. And it's the same every year. And it doesn't matter how you prepare. You get your garlic and horseradish tablets or you get an iron supplement or, you know, you you try and eat better. And, you, well, I haven't this winter. I'm carrying a couple extra kilos. But, <laughs> you know, you try and get that bit of extra sleep and it's just, it doesn't matter. It gets you every time. Yeah. And I think this year's been particularly bad. Last year probably wasn't quite so bad because we've sort of just gone through the whole thing of people were probably pretty ultra aware of if they were sick they'll stay at home mm. um or it was a big thing where people were pressing people if you're sick stay home you dog yeah um i think people are starting to crawl crawl back, back to normal home. yeah that's it and yeah, the i don't, I don't think there's any more sickness it's probably just a little bit more noticeable or is it just the immune system is a little bit suppressed because of the um lack of let's say the lack of exposure um, over the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. I haven't been any extra sick, I don't think. It's just annoying. Yeah. I haven't. It's just the sniffles and the aches and the fever. and mm. Getting just, old. Let's just let me add to it. Getting older. I'm not old by any means, but you just, everything is just not as easy. Like, I think I'm, we're getting to that age now where you're just yeah. starting to learn. Oh, yeah. I'm not fucking uh, 22 or 25 anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, just that whole real. I'm a bit slow too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'll, starting to take a bit longer to realise like I'm getting sore doing certain things. I'm like, fucking hell, what did I lift or twist yeah, or whatever to do yeah. that? Whereas before I didn't even flinch. Not to expose you too hard, but I've noticed of late, you know, you've had to, you've gone and got glasses, you're going in and getting acupuncture. Yeah. You know, like there's, you're just, you're and starting there's, to. There's a lot more I need to do that I'm still holding on. Still more holding on. No, I'm not that clapped out just yet. <laughs> but yeah, you got to look after yourself or try yeah or at least think about trying yeah definitely trying to make an um a conscious effort to do a little bit more exercise you know just take the dog for a walk and you know just get out breathe some fresh air and um get that heart pump and get that blood moving so that we can try and you know curb some of this sickness but i tell you what even just before um my young fella's at daycare today and i just got a phone call to say he's running a bit of a fever blah 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 come get him and it's just like mate i am in the trenches at the moment flat out can we give him some panadol just to bring the temp down and i'll be there in about an hour i promise it's just never ending never ending and that's the the biggest thing like love your kids as much as anything but when they're crook everything comes to a grinding halt doesn't it like you can't be out here in the shed grinding welding hammering whatever you are stuck on the couch with them while they got their snotty nose all up in you yeah have kids they said yeah it's uh, pretty good it is pretty good all yeah. part and parcel in them the negatives certainly outweigh the po- uh, sorry the positives certainly outweigh the negatives yeah yes that's it yeah i'm really excited actually my oldest is uh turning five next week and i've uh jumped on the bandwagon got him a little motorbike he's not gonna listen to this so it's all right i'm not gonna spoil <laughs> the surprise if you are listening, why the yeah. fuck are you listening? Yeah, the other seven people that hear this <laughs> yeah. aren't going to tell him either. All, all the tens of people that are listening. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. He, you'll be loving it. He'll be oh, loving yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's something that I really want to do. Now that they're the youngest is getting a bit older as well, he's a little bit more self-sufficient and, you know, a little bit less fragile and he bounces a bit better and whatever, you know. Got to get back out this summer. Obviously, when you've got little baby babies you can't um do quite as much but i'm really looking forward to not only getting out in the cars obviously my ute's no good for it but once the vh is done i want to you know get the kids out in the cars get out bush a bit more um you know take the motorbikes and you know just just live a little it's gonna be really good time's a real bitch isn't it i'm so bad at time management eh? do you know the worst part is you don't want to wish away these young years either because they're only little once and sooner or later that kid ain't gonna want to know you, yeah, for a little while, yeah, you know, until they come crawling back because they need you to wash their clothes or whatever. But, um, you know, it's I don't know, it's precious time. It's precious time. Hundred percent. You got to find the balance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nah, illness definitely getting us on the chip. Yeah, I can certainly feel that, feeling that for sure. What about you, mate? Nothing else? I was going to say the same thing. Honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, especially That's so funny, given, yeah. given that we just got, off the, just got off the phone just before we hit record from the daycare center. I was just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Surely not, you know, like not today. We've got too much to do today. Yeah. Too much to do. But uh, yeah, poor little fella. Looks like we'll have a cuddle date on the couch tonight. Oof. Yeah. 
Loving that. You're back at work tomorrow. Yes. Early night for you. Yeah, 100% school night. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty, we'll uh, move on to our final segment. What do you reckon? Hello? Our favourite little section. Oh, yes. It's a bit quiet this week. We've only got the one call. People have uh, gone a little bit quiet. I'm actually looking forward to when I get my shit sorted out and we do a live stream, you will have those comments sort of coming in. But even though you do have those comments coming in, those people that are watching could also leave a voice message while we're live as well. Um, I'll be interested to see how that goes. Um, because, you know, if we're live in front of them, they've got something that sort of, piques their interest then and there they might oh yeah i'm gonna do it because it's probably one of those things when you got something that pops into your head say you're wearing the earphones and you're at work and you're sort of you know in the thick of it yeah oh yeah i wouldn't mind getting in on you know that and then by the time you get the time to do it you've forgotten yeah no one who cares at that point yeah that's right well i'd care they don't care Mm. they forgot to care they're the ones that need to leave the message though so they don't care that's right and i wouldn't either yeah Alrighty, let's listen to our one voice bar. Hey boys, Zach again here. Um, just curious actually, have you ever thought about doing a build on like a full drive, mini truck, I don't know, something other than the Commodores? As much as I love the Commodores, I just thought, oh, maybe something something different, something you boys haven't done yet, or, or have you even, maybe. Just thought about the idea of something else maybe getting a cheap budget build or doing like a budget build or something or yeah something like that oh cheers boys love your podcast love your videos keep everything up glad i can watch and help support and love the jumper awesome jumper i'll definitely be getting a new one cheers boys cheers zach so zach actually called in on the last podcast and said that he was going to buy a jumper um did it like as soon as that voicemail come through the next email was him purchasing the jumper so that was it he got it we made mention you know congratulations on your jumper purchase same thing get this voicemail and he's bought another jumper and i was a little bit confused so you know sent sent it and sent him the email with the tracking number and whatever and we jumped in the dms when it's uh when it's arrived i sort of i got curious I was just like, what happened to the other jumper? Yeah. Did did the dog chew it up? Was it not? <laughs> you were hoping for a story, weren't you? Well, I thought, hey, I was just like, what's going on here? This is a bit, a bit funky. Like, do you just like it that much or what? And then his response was, I bought another jumper because the other one had to go in the wash. <laughs> I can't argue with the logic. He needed his talk up jumper on lock, hey? Yeah. If that doesn't tell you... That's quality hoodie. I don't know what does. See, we're spoiled. We've just got got them coming out the wazoo. That's right. We've got about two or three of the bastards. Just as a bit of a uh, heads up, do not go to talkhub.com.au or get yourself any merch just yet. We would urge you to wait. We do have some things in stock, but we've got three new items on the boil getting ready for pre-release. As soon as we get our samples and we have that all locked in because... It's that close. It is that close. And fuck, we're fired up. It's basically, we're basically ready for them to, to, do the, to do the work, aren't we? Yeah. As soon as the samples arrive and we 
give them our tick of approval. We'll be showing you them on a video and pre-orders will open. And man, this is going to be a banger release. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's just nice to come up with something. This is really our f- kind of our first real release, really, and it's mm. something a design that we sort of both come up with together. And yeah, it's not just the the plain old logo sort of deal. And no. there's no black t-shirt, so that's right. The two new shirts are not black, so that's going to be something a little bit exciting. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, so they look, they look good. I'm excited. I want one just for myself, so I can oh, wear it right now. I can't you know? wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. If you were uh, keen on going in and supporting your boys, picking up some merch, just hold off because you can still not get, long, not long. You can still get that hoodie or that stubby holder, but just roll it into the one lot of postage. I'm doing you a favour. Thank me later. Uh, back to the question, though. We have already spoken about this, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I really wish I could be more productive. I need to get more done. Yeah. There I've got all be... these problems that I haven't got solutions for. I need more room. <laughs> this shed's way too small for yeah. how much shit I have. I really would ideally like to have two or three cars yeah. being able to be worked on at once, that which is just not It's just not a thing. I live in the burbs. So. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, variety is the spice of life. And yeah, at the moment, what we're doing is Commodores. So the, the projects that we have access to and that are sort of currently on the boil are Commodores, there is definitely... We're not want- like... I wouldn't... Sorry to cut you off, but we're not like as diehard Commodores no. as what we sort of come across no. as, I don't think. We've definitely got some uh, some ideas or some aspirations and some sort of very loose imaginative plans in our head of things that we want to do. Like you say, budget build um, oriented. We've got that V6 ute that we're going to do. Um, basically, as soon as we can push this wagon out of this shed... Um, we'll bring that ute in because you, my shed's just not set up for fabrication like this one is. So um, that's that's a budget build that we want to do, and I don't know if we'll hold on to it. We'll you know we'll build the car and we'll make the content that we want to make with it, and then we'll probably move it on. And we will look at doing something a little bit different. Um, there's you know money no object. There's all kinds of things we want to build, but we've also money got to be is very much an object. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Particularly when we've still got our own unfinished projects, like our own personal unfinished projects. So for Talk Hub to generate a, enough income of its own to do the the budget build, and for us to be smart enough to market ourselves in a way where we can bring sponsors on board or more sponsors yeah. on board um, to to help us along our way. That is definitely something we want to do, but we just need to build ourselves to a following where we feel confident enough that we bring something to the table. So if we're going to approach someone and ask them for sponsorship or for support in a build, we want to show that we can give them something that's mutually beneficial. We basically want to be approached, really. I don't really want to ask too much. Like People will know if we're going to be of any value to them. That's right. So, but no, there is some stuff um, sort of in the whims. I'm likely to put the SLE project on pause once it gets home. This is something that I'm sort of still tossing up with. I spoke with Kurt about it um, sort of very briefly the other week where I may do um, a four-wheel drive related build. Um, It'll be something that's reasonably quick and not crazy expensive but just something that's going to help me like i said before get out and about with my family um a bit more and a bit easier so that is something that i'm i'm weighing up it's like do i put the money in and 
get the VH closer or does it not even scratch the surface where I can actually achieve this, which will be probably of far more benefit to my whole family, not just me. So um, I do have some ideas for a, a bit of a four-drive build, a bit of an off-roader sort of um, setup. You've kind of got the same, I guess, in, in we could be doing stuff with your daily. Um, there's there's some stuff that the four-drive crowd might be interested in that we could be doing there as well. But we've just got to trudge through the work that we've got in the backlog already. Yeah. Um, and, man, one day... Four-drive content probably would do really well. I think I it assume. probably would, yeah. Yeah, I think it probably would. And particularly the sort of stuff that we would think of doing as well. I think it would do very well. But... You've only got a certain amount of time. One day... Yeah, if- we're still trying to dial in a system that sort of <laughs> yeah. gets some sort of consistency and keeps that balance, the work-life balance. Because at the moment, it's work, work, life. You know, yeah. there's, there's three different avenues there and it's pretty tricky to to balance all three and have a good outcome with all three. At with the where moment, we want to be in, you know, with yeah. the YouTube and stuff like that. At the moment, our goal for content creation is to put out two videos and one podcast a month. I mean, in a perfect world, we'd put out two videos and one podcast a week. Yeah. But well, If um, we didn't have to work full time, you could easily do that. That's right. You do yeah. videos every two days probably, yeah. but that yeah. ain't going to be a thing. No, no not in the, any recent future anyway. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, we get it, the Commodore thing. And don't worry, we say it to ourselves as well. Like, man, are we just really flogging a dead horse here doing Commodores? And I think all of our builds have been quite different, to be fair. I think we've got a good variety of flavor. Um, and, you know, we did the um, the piping on Cam's Barra powered F6 and we've done the compound turbo uh, JZX. We did the XY. And so there are some slightly different things out there. But, yeah, no, we do realize that the Commodore thing's probably getting a little bit old. However, unfortunately, you're probably going to have to sit through one more, at least one more Commodore build of our mates before we uh, branch out. Although that next build is fucking spicy and you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not as budget-orientated anyway. No. No, it's he, sensible. He tries to ball. It's sensible. He it's... tries to ball on a budget. No, <laughs> no, really. It's sensible, but it will be if you like. Yeah, so like I always say, if you like Commodore stuff, you'll really like this one. Yeah, yeah. If you like HSV stuff, mm. this one. I guess we're just like we're just sort of more GM Holden guys and V8s, yeah. and that's just sort of where you land, really. But that's not to say. I mean, let's just sort of, I guess, um, come up with some of the ideas that float in our head. You've got a real hankering for like a little Corolla or something yeah, like that something small or Gemini yeah yeah um you know these are the sort of things that we sort of roll around in our head yeah, I kind of want to do something less streetcar and more you know just yeah bare bones and just not have to care so much about really anything sort of just I wanted to sort of do a more race yeah orientated kind of thing we, and so in yeah. my thought pattern is is because we do it It'll kind of be more like a joint venture between us. Yeah. The smaller the car, it's going to be sort of lighter, you know. Like I want something sort of lightweight that still has good support with different bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of considerations. We've got an engine at our disposal which has a pretty good aftermarket backing. So we've already sort of got some ideas of, okay, what will we do with this? And 
whatever and you know we're not going to spill the beans on it but you know if it did come to fruition it'd be pretty good but it's all going to hinge on getting this ute done and sort of creating the content that we want out of it and then seeing what value that has on the market when it's done because at the end of the day it all comes down to dollars and cents and if we don't have the money that we can inject into it then we're at a stalemate yeah that's right that's that's what i was saying we really need to just get this system that we've got going sort of dialed in so we can make the videos and it'll do what it does and yeah. um it just probably needs to grow a little bit more yeah. i think yeah i hate sort of talking about the whole financial aspect or whatever and sort of really harping on about you know poor us poor us but oh no it's, it's not it's just about it's being not. real and it's just being transparent about like guys th- there's some amazing things and if you know if we were um, if we had a greater following and if we had a greater outreach of resources, there's some amazing things that we could achieve. Or even but we just, just got to get there. Yeah, even just being in different parts of your life. You know, we're mid thirties, young kids, young family. Like it's it's anyone that's our age or older yeah. knows this. This yeah. is not the not always going to be the time where you've got all the spare time in the world to really go after. Yeah. If we were things, ten, you know, if we were ten years younger and or ten years older. Yeah, no. but I mean, if we were 10 years younger, no kids, we lived here, this was our fuck pad and we just had the shed and the bikes and the cars and we just went ham because it's just like after work, instead of drinking piss, you're building cars and we'd be able to pump out far more content, but you've just got to find that balance. Yeah. Yeah. But no. And we're still having fun. If, if it's not fun, we're not going to do it, so... No, that's right. And sometimes that's why there'll be a long break in between videos because we're probably just not having fun that week and that's okay you know like we'll come back we'll always come back and if we're not coming back we'll sure as shit let let you know but um you know there's some weeks where this does get hard Mm. we should try and do another instagram live at some point just to get some tours Tours with with the viewers viewers. Yeah. yeah that would be cool that would be awesome we should get onto that yeah i'll let you schedule it yeah sweet Which means it'll never happen. Never. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, thanks for calling in, Zach, and thanks for... Thanks again. Thanks for buying another jumper, too. That's right. I threw in a stubby holder for him. I'm like, mate, anyone that's uh, buying two hoodies in the one winter probably Mm. deserves a stubby holder. So, enjoy that, mate. I hope that keeps your beer nice and crispy cold. All right. Not to uh, cut this one too short. We have gone an hour, though. It's a little bit shorter than our usual. Yeah. But I mean, that's still more than enough. That's right. Like I said, I do have a child that needs to be picked up from daycare. So yeah, yeah, we'll try and come up with a few more. That's it. Cool things to talk about next time. If you haven't, uh, go back and watch the video which was just previously released where we finished off the turbo kit for the VH rear mount turbo wagon, otherwise known as the low cut fuck truck. Don't go to talkhub.com.au. Don't get any merch just yet. Wait, just wait. We'll let you know. I reckon a week or two. It'll be a week or two. Fingers crossed, yeah, yeah. We've we've approved the quote, we've got the setup happening, so we've just got to wait for them to be the samples to be produced. And when they land, as long as we're happy with it, and I'm very confident we will be because these guys do knock it out of the park, it'll be on. I can't wait. Same. Sweet. Take us home, mate. That's it. Thanks for watching and listening as always. We honestly really do get a big kick out of it. And uh, we will see you on the next one.